I don't know how the lockdown's treating you, but you know, some for some of us, it's it's making us go a bit stir crazy. Um, I, I've become so stir crazy. I've started speaking to the the appliances in the kitchen. You know, I, I was talking to the washing machine the other day, and I was trying to get a point over, but the washing machine always puts a new spin on things, and so I I, I turned away from that and talked to the toaster. And the toaster seems to see both sides of the argument, uh, but gets overheated. uh, And uh, so, uh, you know, it just loses its cool. And uh, these jokes are terrible, by the way. I can can hear you all over the city groaning. And so I turned to the fridge, and the fridge gave me the cold shoulder. So in the end... In the end, uh, I started talking to the iron, and uh, I just felt really flat afterwards. And uh, at least one person's laughing. And uh, mind you, the iron tends to put too much pressure on you. The lockdown's getting to me because I want you to know I am missing you. I am missing you as church. And I want you to know that you are in mine and Kathy's thoughts. Uh, You are in our prayers. And as we know that we are to in your prayers. But today, I wanted to say to you something really simple. I'm not going to speak for too long, but I'm going to say that you were built for venture. That for you to thrive, you were built to venture and have a mission in God. Every life needs adventure. In this time, when we're all not certain about what's changing, everybody's telling us uh, that life's changing, and we're all not certain how it's changing. But I want to still remind you of some things that haven't changed. God is still on the throne. Can I get an amen? God, the, God still loves you. He, he still died for you. The cross still happened. The resurrection still happened, and we're going to celebrate that next week. And also, the words of Jesus have not changed where he said... I appointed you to bear much fruit. Hey, you've heard me say it a lot over the last few weeks, but I just want to say to you, we were designed to bear much fruit and to thrive. And even though we're in lockdown, let's look up because we were designed to thrive and that hasn't changed. Even though it doesn't feel like it at the moment, does it? It feels all a bit as if the walls are coming in and and our our borders are smaller. But you know one thing that's taught me through this time is that we need each other. I I need people who even I haven't seen. I I know that I'm so grateful to some of the emergency services and, and people I don't even know. But one thing it's taught me is that we need each other as church. We need each other together as church. It's taught me that that we are We are worse apart, but I've really enjoyed making the new connections we've made through this time. But it's taught me that we're not complete without each other. And and somehow we are intertwined together in our lives. And you know, that's true of an individual for your own completeness. For your thriving, you're going to need something outside of yourself in order to thrive. To thrive, you're going to need a venture. Now, I want you to notice something. Remember, notice I didn't say adventure. 
Because that gives the impression of, of just entertainment or, or some kind of Indiana Jones moment. But actually, what I'm talking about today is in order to grow your life, you need a God-honoring, people-blessing vocation project from God, a mission from God that you feel that God has sent you on. In order for you to thrive, you need venture. This will bless others and bring them most out of you, stretch you to, so that you will become everything that you're supposed to become. Every single person needs a mission in God, a venture to go on with him. And that will be both general and it will be particular to you. Now, how can we go on this God venture? On this Palm Sunday, Jesus began the greatest venture that the, the world has ever seen in the, that would change everything. Despite the cheering crowds that misunderstood him, despite the, the followers that left him, he decided that he was going to trust God and see his mission through. And I, I just want to, and I'll look at that just towards the end of my message today. But I'd like you to turn with me to one of my favorite, in fact, I think this is my favorite passage in the book of Acts. And you can find it in chapter 16, uh, verse uh, verse 6 through 10. You know, let's read along with me as, as, you, as it comes on the screen for you. It says this, Paul and his companions traveled out throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. And during the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. And after Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. I think this is one of my favorite passages in the book of Acts because it teaches us how we can venture in God, how we can have a mission in God. I think these are such unusual times that God is going to give you unusual opportunities to speak to people and to minister to people in ways that you never thought that you would do. And the, and the venture of God, the, the mission of God, he's going to connect you to others in such a way that you'll be able to reach people you never thought you'd be able to reach. Let's look at how they ventured. I've just got five quick ideas, and I'm going to do them really quickly. Number one, they could go on a God venture because they were already on the move. They were already willing and in mission already. They were on the lookout already for opportunities. The Bible says in verse 6 that they were already traveling through uh, Phrygia and Galatia. They were already trying to go into Bithynia. I know that at the moment we're on lockdown. But right now there are some, there are some connections that we can make and someone might cross our mind that the Lord lays on our heart that we have to reach out to. 
But instead of trying to think, oh, what's my big venture in God? Be on the move already. Don't wait. And there's an old saying, isn't there? God can't drive a parked car. Already we should be looking for opportunities of how to serve God. And if you want the the mission of God and the venture that God has for you, the project that God has for you, start looking for opportunities of how to serve him already. Like two people this week said, hey, I've never been in a shopping ministry before. I don't really know what it's about, but I'm going to have a go. And they were used of God because they were on the move. You could be on your venture if you get on the move already and look for those opportunities because God's going to drop them into your heart and mind. Secondly, they were able to get on the venture of God because they, had, they were open to the Holy Spirit, even the Holy Spirit no. They were forbidden to speak. And that reveals just really an import, two important things about their relationship with the Holy Spirit. Number one, they were sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That the, they could catch God's heart. They were not so caught up with plans and purposes that they didn't hear the person behind the plans and purposes. Now, God has got us on lockdown And I want to say God has got us on lockdown so that we can reacquaint ourselves with him. So that we can have a different rhythm so that we can begin to be sensitive to his voice and to his ways. You know, I want to say to you, you you think the devil must be rubbing his hands right now saying, oh, I've closed all the churches, I've stopped all the worship. He's not stopped the worship because the worship is going on all over the city in every home. In fact, the worship's greater and stronger. And I want to say to you, you may be on lockdown, but don't lock away your worship. Worship from your bedroom. Worship from your living room. Gather your children around and have a family altar time. You may have not been doing this in the past, but make this a time when you have the audience between you and God and you reacquaint yourself with that sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. The second idea of their relationship with the Holy Spirit was not only were they sensitive to him, but the Holy Spirit was sovereign in their lives. In other words, the no of the Holy Spirit could be taken by them. And you know what? They didn't translate it into this lack of value. Oh, God's got nothing for me. Or, oh, God's, you know, he, he said no, so he mustn't value me. No, what they did was, is they kept going and saying, well, I know God's got something for me, so I'm going to keep trying and pushing doors until the right door opens. How often is it that we give up when God says no? That we translate it into our hearts as if, oh, God's not got a plan for me. No, he's just saying no. Let him be your sovereign. Take a no from God. Their relationship with the Holy Spirit was, was kind of their love relationship with Jesus. In fact, in the passage there, it says that the Spirit of Jesus told them no. In fact, it was a strong no. It was a forbid them. See, the Holy Spirit and their relationship was sovereign. They were submitted to him and said, well, God, you can tell me anything. But they didn't translate it into this lack of value. They said, well, you must have something for me, so I'm going to keep going. Number one, 
they were able to go on God's venture because they were already on the move. Number two, they were able to go on God's venture because they had an open relationship with the Holy Spirit. Number three, God's venture was revealed to them through the night. While they were in rest, while they stopped and had a time out, they were walking and pushing doors, and it wasn't until the middle of the night when God gave them a new venture. The Bible says that that Paul had a vision in the night. This lockdown time is so that you can have a revision. Now listen to me. I want you to pay close attention to what I'm saying because I feel like the Lord downloaded this in this sentence to me. It was only when there was night time, and surely we're in a little bit of darkness right now. It was only when the schedule stopped and the lockdown came and the time of rest came that the new vision came. And I want you to hear that because during this season, perhaps this is a season where God will show you your new season when this season is over. That God will revision you and repurpose you and show you new areas of service. Stop and hear God. Kathy and I, we are praying more. I have to say that, that our schedule, we, we've not found our perfect rhythm yet in this lockdown, but we are at least praying and worshiping more in the mornings. We're trying to hear what God is saying, and I believe God is dropping some seeds in our hearts for when this season is over. Notice, for you to do a venture, sometimes God will put you on a stop so that you can hear what it is. We're all doing new connections, aren't we? We're all doing new WhatsApp groups. We're all doing Zoom groups. But perhaps there's one or two new people or new things that God's going to highlight to you in this time of lockdown. Number four, a God venture is coming when it's clear and obvious. You know, the man of Macedonia... It wasn't just a, a little vision it was saying, or a, a little wave or something. The man of Macedonia was begging Paul, come over and help us. It was an obvious need. It was a strong need. And the Macedonian man, him begging, shows us that, that when you want to do a venture for God, God's going to make it obvious to you. God's going to make it clear to you. It's not going to be some whisper in the darkness. It's going to be a clear, come over and do this. Now, I am sure that Paul didn't really understand the the culture of the Macedonians. I am sure that he'd not really been there before, but it was clear and it was obvious. So I'm not saying that you have to understand everything about the venture that God calls you to. But what I am saying is that it will be clear and you'll see it. And it may not be obvious to others, but it will be obvious to you. Don't chase the wind. Chase the clear leading of God and the real burdens that he puts on your heart. Even if you don't understand it, you can still go for it when it's clear. And lastly, God put uh, this venture on, on Paul's heart, and it was downloaded to one, but the Bible says, we concluded that the 
Lord had called us to preach the gospel to the Macedonians. The God venture was given to one, but confirmed by many. And you know, that's a grounding principle in your life. When you get a download from God, wait until it gets community traction or confirmation with other people. And then you can run with it. Don't just run with it. Paul could have had the vision and said, see you later, fellas, I'm going. But he didn't. He said, I've had this vision. And they talked about it. And then they moved together. I've met so many people as a pastor who've got a vision. And then what happens is, is they run off on their own. Sometimes it's a timing issue. You just have to wait till the timing's right before you move forward. Remember Joseph in the Old Testament. He had a vision about his life, but he spoke it out too early. In this season, God's going to give you a clear vision, but you've got to wait until it's confirmed and moved together with others. I'm going to ask the guys just to come back, and and, uh, we're going to worship for a moment, but I just want to ask you today, is it time not to adventure, but to add venture to your life. On this Palm Sunday, Jesus strode determinedly into Jerusalem, ignoring the crowd's misunderstanding of him, ignoring the followers who forsake him. But he said, God, you're calling me to this. And I wonder what God is calling you to. I wonder during this time out and this lockdown or or this really busy season for some of you that you could catch a moment with God and say, God, have you got a new venture and a calling? Here's a venture that we all need to do. I believe this time is a new season of prayer for all of us. And I want to just call all of you, everybody watching this, that you step up your prayer life, that you begin to say, God, I need to connect with you more. It's a personal responsibility for all of us to pray more. In fact, I want to ask you, why don't you pray for three people specifically this week? That that you begin to ask God to, to kind of give you three names that you can talk to. Maybe right now, you could begin to write them down. And you pray for them. And ask, perhaps maybe you could even ask those three people, after you've prayed for them, maybe to watch our Good Friday communion service at 10.30 this Good Friday. Uh, We're going to have a real gospel preach at that time and, and a time of real communion together. And maybe you could just ask them, say, hey, take communion. And and let God speak to you. Who knows what could happen? Would you pray for three people? Would you invite some people to watch our Good Friday communion service? Why don't you ask some people this week if you can pray for them? Hey, a little thing that I'm going to do this week is I'm I'm going to uh, put a card through all my neighbor's doors and say, I'm praying for you. And I may even write a little prayer on the back. But even if you can't uh, think of a prayer, then maybe you could just write a blessing from the Bible and say, I'm praying for you. And perhaps leave your mobile number on there. In these times, people won't abuse it. I'm telling you that new connections are going to come. Maybe you could invite them for a Zoom coffee or something. But let's put a new venture into our experience. I want to say to you, you were meant to thrive. So in lockdown, don't dry up. 
worship like you've never worshipped before. Pray like you've never prayed before. And reach out and step into some new connections so that you can venture. Something that God is asking you to do. And that's how your growth will come. Because you were meant to thrive. You know, if you can't think of anything, why don't you just pick up some of the suggestions that we're doing? You know, you know what I kind of like, Corinne, is, is that, you know, some people, they're not that creative, but actually what they are is they're just willing to join in. God bless all the joiners in us. God bless all the ones who just say, well, hey, I would have never thought of that. I'm just going to join in and, and do that. You see, I know one thing, that God's venture will involve us all going deeper in our prayer life and making deeper connections with others. You know, there's a great song that we're going to kind of close our service with right now. And, and it's, he calls us out upon the waters. He calls us to take a step because you were meant to have a venture in God and to thrive. Would you right where you are, just kind of bow your head for a moment And just ask God to download some new connections, some new people, some new venture, some new mission that God wants you to step out of. You see, I know we're on lockdown, but I actually believe we can turn this lockdown into a breakout. Can I hear an amen from somebody? I believe lockdown will become breakout when you receive the venture in God. Let's sing that together, shall we? You call me out on the waters.